0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson-Moore here. Your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for Daily Devotional. gang. Okay? Daily Devotional. And today we are going to be talking about 1 Samuel 10, 1 through 27. 10... 1 through 27. Yes. And we will be speaking about we will be speaking about Saul, anointed king. Saul, anointed king. Okay? So get your Bibles, get your tablets, get your cell phones, get your computers, laptops however you may be reading the word and come on and let's deep dive into this topic this morning of daily devotional for Samuel. 10, 1 through 27. Okay, come on now. Let's get busy. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, all right, all right. Now, come on now. We got to get into this word for the day. We are discussing 1 Samuel 10, 1-27, and it reads, Then Saul took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, It is not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance. When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin at Zelzah. And they will say unto thee the asses which thou wentest to seek are found. And lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses and sorrow for you. Sorrow for you of it for you saying, what shall I do for my son? Then shalt thou go on forward from thence and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabar and there shall meet three thee meet thee three men going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three kids, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they shall salute thee, and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. After that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is where is the garrison of the Philistines. And it shall come to pass when thou art come thither to the city that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a palmistry and a table. Tabret, tabret, and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. And the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with thee, and shall be turned into another man. And let it be when thy these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee. For God is with thee, and thou shalt go down before me in Gilgal. And before I, and behold, I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shall thou tarry till I come to thee and show thee what thou shalt do. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart. And all, the, the, all those signs came to pass that day. And when they came to the, to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. And it came to pass when all that knew him before time saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, What is this that is come unto the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? And one of the men came a And one of the same place answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? And when he had made an end of prophesying, he came to the high place. And Saul's uncle said unto him and to his servants, Whither went ye, and he said, to seek the answers? And when we saw that they were nowhere, we came to Samuel. And Saul's uncle said, Tell me, I pray thee, what Samuel said unto you. And Saul said unto his uncle, He told us plainly that the answers were found. But of the matter of the kingdom... Whereof Samuel spake, he told me not. And Samuel called the people together unto the Lord to Mizpah, and said unto the children of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all kingdoms, and of them that oppress you, And ye have this day rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversities and your tribulations. And ye have said unto him, Nay, but set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes, and be your thousands. And when Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near, the tribe of Benjamin was taken. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Metri was taken and Saul, the son of Kish, was taken. And when they sought him, they could not, he could not be found. Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, if the man should yet come hither. And the Lord answered, Behold, he hath hid himself among the stuff. And they ran and fetched him thence. And when he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. And Samuel said to all the people, "See ye him whom the Lord hath chosen, that there is none like him among all the people." And all the people shouted and said, "God save the king." When Samuel then Samuel took the people, when Samuel told the people the manner of the kingdom, and wrote it in a book. And laid it up before the Lord, and Samuel went on, and Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. And Saul also went home to. Gav-gab- Gav-gab- yeah. Gav-gab- yeah. And there went with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. But the children of Belil said, "How shall this man save us?" And they despised him and brought him no presents, but he held his peace. I've just read Samuel 10, 1 through 27. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see another day, another another day, another blessing to to be in the land of the living Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you are doing for us. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see this day, giving us our daily bread. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you so much. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see this day. We allow us to have the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs and we are in our right minds, Lord. We thank you for the day. We thank you for your word, for your word is true and shall not lie. Lord, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right now, all right. Come on, let's deep dive into this chapter. Um, We see that Samuel... Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel has given Saul a prophecy of what is going to happen to him. And everything that Samuel tells Saul, it happens, right? And... In this process of him going through the course of his day, Saul going through the course of his day, everything starts to unfold. And then it becomes where he is known, where Saul goes and prophesies to other people with the prophets. He goes in, God God takes control over his body, and he prophesies with the prophets that are prophesying. And after he is is giving that anointing, uh, you know, he is anointed. Saul has put poor oil on him. I mean, Samuel has put poured oil on on Saul on Saul, and he is given the right of passage as being a prophet. He goes through a day. He goes with the prophets and prophesies and. Does all that and everything, and I'm gonna tell you something once God anoints you for something, can't nobody take that away from you. Once God has an assignment for you to do or anoints you as a prophet, as a bishop, as did when He when God is ready to level you up and put you. In the place where he wants you to stand tall, stand up, stand upright, hold your position, and be a leader, he has done that for you. Can't nobody take that away, your anointing away from you. You can, I don't, and, and please, I'm going to tell you, you can't run from the calling God has on your life either. No matter what you do, because God will have his way eventually. Okay, and you see in this passage that Saul is is now he 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 ends up being the the king of Israel. Saul ends up being the king of Israel, and then you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Tell you something. Tell you something. Tell you something. Right? That. When you turn around and God levels you to another level, you are gonna always have to fight the devils. The people that don't think you have a plate of uh, 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 you don't belong there, you don't belong doing this, you don't belong in our group, you don't belong in our church, you don't belong in our choir, you don't belong in the Usher board. you don't belong on anything whether it's job or, in, or ministry or, or anything, you're going to always have those people that always have something negative to say or find fault in your place in or in your station where God has delivered you or anointed you to be. So don't be surprised when you turn around and they always say, this, you know, where she thinks she all that, he thinks he all that, now he got this position. And, that, and always backbiting, you're going to always have the ones that's backbiting, talking about you when God levels you up. It don't matter what level you get to. It's going to always be the ones, right? And the, and the thing is, is that Saul knows what's going to happen before it happens, Because in in the last verse, he says, But the children of Belial um, said, How shall this man save us? And they they despised him and brought him no presents. But he held his peace. Sometimes you don't have to say nothing to people. You don't have to say nothing to them. Because you don't owe them an explanation of where God placed you. Sometimes you don't have to respond to everybody that has something negative to say. You don't, it it's, ain't no need. It's a way, it's God held his composure because he already knew what they were about. When people don't acknowledge you in the in your, in your elevation or in your next level, in the greeting, in the greeting that they have for you, it tells it shows a lot about the people. But Saul didn't say nothing, because he was like, I already knew that. Ain't no need of me getting mad. Ain't no need of me getting frustrated. Ain't no need of me me uh, blowing my top because you don't acknowledge my presence. You don't appreciate my presence. You don't, you don't, you don't even like me being elevated to this level. So, so I say like, okay, well, you know, I'm not stressing myself out about you. Cause you you didn't give me this position and you can't take it away. See, that's that's the the knowledge. You know, some people say it's, oh, they they act big-headed or uh, they act stuck up now that they got their position. No, it's not being stuck up. It's knowing that God gave me this position and you didn't. So why should I stress myself out about how you feel about me? See, we have to get, we have to understand where Saul is coming from. Saul has just been anointed to be king over Israel. And God has anointed him with prophecy, with being a prophet. Prophets are seers. They see in the view. they know what's going to happen. They have acknowledged that they, and then when, when, let me, ooh, let me tell you something. Don't ignore the voice of a prophet. I mean, you can feel it in your spirit if they're really if it's really true of what they're talking about. You can feel it in their spirit. In your spirit, in your down, in your soul, in your gut. And, and you get this this kind of feeling when a prophet talks to you, speaks to you, sees in you, speaks over your life, speaks over your future. You have let it, it's a different feeling. If you don't feel, if you don't feel nothing, then that I don't know, you know, because <laughs> you can't have everybody speak over over you. Everybody's not a prophet, but you know the ones that is, because it's a different feeling when they approach you, when you're in their presence, when they speak in their words. It's like the words melt into your body, okay? But like I said, some people. Some people don't want to see you elevate. They don't want to see. They, they, they ain't trying to see. They're not trying to be happy about nothing you're doing. It's always going to find fault. I had this experience uh, this past week. And during the experience, it was an encounter with someone on Facebook. And I had posted about. In a, I had posted in a group about how I had started my own my own publishing company and what had happened somebody went to check out my website. That's cool. And, you know that post was probably old. It was probably, you know, well um I was I was, the post my my post was about motivating yourself to be a published author. It was an author's group. And, it, it you know, and, and the thing is, is that I, I kind of got offended with the person comment and kind of said something. I, I kind of said, well, you know, uh, i gonna be honest with you. I said, uh, so it's always one of you in the group that is always negative. You slither from under your rock. And you come and peeping and hiding and, and got something to say, then you go crawl back under your rock. And I thought about it a couple of days, a couple of days after I said that to the person, I said, I said I was trying to be positive in my con. I was trying to be positive and trying to motivate them and try to get you to understand, you know, that no matter what you're going through, you should always be happy and glad and don't let nothing stop you from publishing your book. And when I responded like that, a couple of days went by. I said, you know, it's always one of you, always coming out, you know, um, got something to say. or oh, we got something to say, have something to say. And there's always some negative stuff. You're always finding fault with something somebody else did. And I went back and I said, you know what? I apologize. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that to you. I asked for the apology. I asked for it nicely. And the person accepted the apology sometimes even though I, I said well maybe you was giving me advice you know I thought about it. I said he was giving me advice on some things I should change about my website I took that the wrong way let me you know you was just I told him I said you are just uh giving me uh advice uh critique cr- good criticism of what I should change about my website thank you Thank you for acknowledging where I need to change some things on my website. I was, you know, I, you know, I apologized, I said I was sorry for the rude comment. I was rude. I was disrespectful. Da, 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 da. I, I went into one of those modes and I apologized to the man. He he we all we came to agreement. He said he accepted my apology. Sometimes in your walk with Christ, you have to tame your tongue. Like Saul, he did not go off half-cocked and go reading people and moving. You know how you get them neck moves. You know how women is when they want to tell you, but they want to, you know, get all emotional and everything. No, Saul was like, okay, dude, I already know who you are, so I'm I'm not, I'm not. Sometimes your response may irk them because you're not responding. You, you you know, and you're not responding. And sometimes it is so important, so incredible that sometimes your no no response having having uh you having no response irritates them more. So let them be irritated. Let them sit there and fester and mold and boil and 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 you know you know like a like a simmering pot. Don't touch them, don't don't even comment. Just leave them alone. And that made me feel so good to sit and apologize to somebody. Really, they was giving me some information, some things I need to change, but I took it somewhere else and it wasn't necessary. Sometimes we don't have to respond to negative comments. Sometimes we don't have to respond to negative people being negative. If they ain't bring you nothing for your birthday, oh well. Ain't really nobody celebrating you. Oh, well. Celebrate it. Throw your own party as uh, Diane Carroll says. Diane. She's an older actress, black lady. Oh, uh, uh, a black woman that is an actress and that she's passed on. Diane Carroll. And the thing is she said, I ain't, I ain't sitting around and waiting on nobody to throw me no problem. Throw my own party. When God elevates you to another another level, you also have to think different. You have to think different, you have to do different. You have to go out and and and, 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 and do your work. Go and do what God anointed you to do. And forget the naysayers, the backbiters, backstabbers, uh gossipers, uh fake worshipers, uh, you know, and, and people that if you ain't got nothing that do, I don't wanna hear it. I'm here to do this job. I'm here to do what God called me to do. And I ain't thinking about you. Okay? Don't let other people's opinions stop you from accomplishing the goals God has set for you. And feel it in your spirit. And when you feel it in your spirit about someone, listen to your instincts. All right. Saul did not get upset. He already knew who, who they were. Who they were. If you already know who people is, lead them right where they at. Okay. All right. I thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. It has been an honor and a privilege to serve you in this capacity of giving you God's word and how to apply in your daily living. I greatly appreciate you, and I want y'all to have a blessed day. All right now. Talk to you later. Bye, babies. You can reach us at I am Sharice at sheriseandjohnsonmor.com or 724-570-1153 for further details and let's tell the world about your book. All right babies, it's time. It's time for us to part. I greatly appreciate you listening to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. The segment is called Daily Devotional. And I greatly appreciate you from all over the world that listen. From here to Africa to Spain to, to uh, Russia to um, Ireland, uh, different countries that listen. I greatly appreciate you. And I love you, and I want you to have a blessed day. We will talk again for our next segment of Daily Devotional, which will be 1 Samuel 11, chapter 11. I want to, you know, get your opinions and tell me what you think of the podcast and leave your comments in the message box. All right, babies, I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all have a blessed day.